0: Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at the end. We are abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy Football, with Will. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Will. It is abundance of caution. I'm starting to believe that the Super Stack is not a valuable viable option to winning a league. At another sub 70-point game. Very disappointing. Got demolished betray. I'm now 12th in the league in points. I'm eighth in the playoff race now. Things are falling apart. Now we got to see the CD Lamb able to get cleared in time for Thanksgiving. I could lose to the silence. Silence had a decent game this week. Almost pulled off the Shocker versus the Ackbars. I am doing a walk and talk, Uh, it's a little breezy. You're gonna hear the leaves, I can't shut them up. Nothing I can do. I did learn from the last one, I'm not going to walk next to traffic. That was a rookie mistake. Not going towards the interstate. We're just going to walk in the parking lot. And uh, that's all we're going to do. Going to do a quick run-through. of my lunch here. I always forget what time I go to lunch. So I'm just going to try to make this about 30 minutes. Go we'll look through the uh, results. Let me pull up the page. See where we're at. Uh, we might as well start with the uh, the flatulence getting an auto win. A bi-week, basically. <laughs> versus the cons uh, first off, everybody congratulate the cons for having a baby. Uh, it appears everybody's happy, healthy, and hearty, which is great, super way to go but uh you guys set a lineup still gonna set a lineup. I understand having kids, life events we always we always have life events. Got to set a lineup. Um, 27.1 points for the cons. I mean, his team was trash. I'd like to put that as the lowest score ever in the 14-team flex, but you didn't put in a full lineup, so it has an asterisk with it. You basically just hated over a victory. I will say this. Uh, you know, life events will happen in the fantasy season. We can't all sit here and expect everybody to have Fantasy football as a priority with everything else that's going on in life I get that just take a moment uh, what I say what I say what I say I like people to be I want you to be proactive instead of inactive you know you know what I'm saying just be proactive instead of inactive you know you're about to have a, a life event hey we're all in a chat together let us know and uh, either the commission mr. Luke this year or a commission future years, they can change your lineup for you. So that way you don't have to worry about fantasy football in that one particular week. We'll take care of it. Everybody knows about it. You made the request in the chat forum. Hey, not gonna be real present this week, maybe the next two weeks, possibly three weeks, no more than that though. Other than that, if it's more than three weeks, you gotta find a different manager to come in and step in and help you out. Please put in the optimum lineup each week for my squad, and I will be back ready to roll once that thing's settled done. It's very simple. Um, if you can't do that, you don't do that. You don't plan ahead. Be proactive instead of inactive. Then the week of the uh, your game, you know, the expectations are you'll take five minutes out of what? You got. You, you have from Tuesday 9 a.m. to Sunday 11.55 p.m. You take five minutes. Take a gander at your lineup. It's on your phone. It should be on your phone. I expect you guys will always have your phone on you. Just take a just take a gander. If you see any questionable, doubtful, or out tags on your players, just make the quick change. Five minutes, and then go about your business the rest of your week. Hope everybody stays happy and healthy. Oh man, I'm walking right towards the traffic. I'm stupid. Uh so cons, you didn't start a quarterback. He didn't start a flex position. So yes, naturally, you scored 27 points. Your team was horrendous. Now, if you would have started Joe Burrow, if you would have started your uh let's say AJ Green, uh that's an extra at 16.1 points that would have gone onto the lineup. Uh would have ended up with 43.2. So obviously, nothing you could have done you could beat the flatulence this week. Good week for the flatulence, 81.5. I mean, a low score in a week for the Flash, so But a good week to have the cons on the schedule. Auto-win. So I would just say if cons happens to listen to this, you know, just let us know this week. We can hook you up with your optimum lineup. Optimum? You know, uh, what CBS and uh, ESPN and Yahoo should look into is something that Fantasy Pros does. Fantasy Pros has an option. Um, it's called Autopilot. You just click on it. And fantasy pros will make all your moves for you in a week or the entire season, depending on how you want to do it. And I think that would be a great feature for CBS and Yahoo for events like this. You know, somebody is going to be too busy, too wrapped up, preoccupied to get on your fantasy league, hit the autopilot. The league will make roster moves for you. They'll make sure that your optimum lineup is starting. It factors in the projections and injuries. Um, I don't know if it does free agency moves. I can't recall that part. But like when I get eliminated from a league, since I'm in multiple leagues, um, when I get eliminated from playoff contention, I just go ahead and hit the autopilot. That way my team continues putting up a full roster agent every single week uh, because we don't want a competitive imbalance inside of any of the leagues. Now, that's not an option to be So therefore, if we take the next step and we just want our owners, our managers, just to take the steps needed to make sure we get a full lineup. So that's all I going to say about that matchup. Flatulence uh, get one step closer to the uh, fantasy regular season title with an 81.58 to 27.1 victory over the cons. We'll move over to, let's go to the top. Uh, the Adams had a really good week, 99.92. They didn't need all those points. Could have saved a couple of those points for next week. Man, Cowboys and Chiefs. Jeez. A total of 56 points. The Chiefs defense. ooh, They look legit. Again, I was pretty bummed that Amari Cooper was out going into the game. He has COVID. He's not going to be playing this Thursday. You know, It does make a difference when one of those guys are out. Tyrone Smith, I think he's out. He's been out. He's been injured. Makes, makes a big difference. That's why people don't do the Super Stacks. Because an injury could just wreck your entire fantasy team. Cowboys defense also played great. You know, I was hesitant about starting the Cowboys D, but they were probably my top top point getter of the week as far as value's concerned. They scored eight points, Scoring Joseph had nine. Fryer Muth, man, his role is diminished with Eric Ebron back at some point one. Uh, none of the Cowboys did anything worthwhile. Deontay yeah, Johnson had a nice night in that high scoring that Charger Steelers game was what I was expecting the Chiefs and Cowboys to do. Just didn't happen. I believe, if I'm correct, uh, Mahomes and Dak combined for five turnovers, zero touchdowns, 10 fantasy points. Just awful. Uh, over there, Adams had a really good week. No help to their quarterback or Naeem Hines, but everybody else did work. Swift had a great game, 19 points. Mark Andrews, 7.3. D.J. Moore had 11. Justin Jefferson's complete uh, stud, 29. Nice work by the kicker at 12. Uh, he had Cam Newton over there on the bench. Care to let me know he would have scored more points if he had started a Cam over Ryan Tyn- Tannehill. I can go ahead and confirm that is correct because um, Tannehill scored 9 and Cam scored 26. I had nothing on my bench. I don't. I don't have anything. I mean, it's it's Cowboys are bust. As Poe finally, Poe gives us a fantasy take that makes sense. Live by the superflex, die by the superflex. That's a hundred percent correct. Right now, I'm dying. I'm dying. I look at the schedule for the Cowboys, and I'm I love it. I really like it. But damn it, if I now haven't had what six different weeks where they've scored under 70 points, huh? And now we see what fucking Jonathan Taylor did. It was between Jonathan Taylor. I've said this multiple times. Jonathan Taylor, Kamara, and Zeke. Jonathan Taylor is now outscoring everybody. He's outscoring Zeke by 100 fantasy points. Hard to mess up with the Cooper Cup thing. It's, it's disgusting. It's horrendous to look at. Right now, I'm not a title contender. I'm just trying to get into the playoffs and make some noise with Super Superstay. So, big win for the Adams. They moved to six, No, 5-6. and six. I moved to 6 and 5. I'm now a spot out of the playoffs due to my points for the Adams are a game out of the playoff spot. They're the 9 spots. Move on to the Akbars and the Silence. A lot of low scores in fantasy this week. Not the most beautiful fantasy week in the world. is barely squeak, squeak. Squeak by 85.98 to 81.84. Uh... The started Daniel Jones, 7.6, not what you like. Damon Harris didn't do anything, 6.5. Mick Chubb is back. Uh, that propelled the Akbar's to a victory, 20.4. DK and the Seahawks are trash. Ken Allen, 11.2 in that high scoring game. Brandon Cooks had an awful game. Mark Ingram, 9.3. Uh, the pass defense, great start, great pickup, I believe. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Dudes had the Patriots defense for quite a while. Patriots defense are really starting to come along now. They've looked great. The Falcons uh, have just fallen apart without Cord, you know, without Calvin Ridley. About 25 to nothing, 25 points for the Patriots. So those 45 points there by Nick Chubb and the Patriots defense did work. Not much on the, uh, the bench there for... The Ackbars will have Matt Stafford back in the lineup. Go ahead and start Daniel Jones anymore. Over on the Silence, uh, their best week in what, four weeks? They so scored 90. Jimmy G with 15.6 points. Scary Terry with 16.3. Ayuk with 14.5. Tyreek with 11. Ryan Zuko with 12. But it's guaranteed the Ackbars. That's his best wide receiver week in quite a while, I would say. Um, on the bench, Kirk Cousins at 25. He could have got the victory. Could have got the victory with a proper quarterback start, but he didn't. Nothing else on the bench to speak of. So Akbar's moved to eight and three. Silence. At this point, they're just spoilers. They're gonna try to spoil me this week, and my Cowboys uh, moved to two and nine. The Chep Toads. The Chep Toads. I can't recall. Man, why do I always gotta snort, man? I gotta snort. Chub Toads went off. 148. Uh, the Oats are, uh, man, they're limping to the finish line. Technically, they're still alive, but I think they're 11th in points. There are two games back in the playoffs. Um, the Oats have made the playoffs each year under our 14 team format. It's not looking likely. It's going to be difficult. Uh, they're basically going to have to score like 120 points per week over the last three weeks, plus. Get some help from those teams at, what, 65? That includes me. 148 points, man. Aaron Rodgers, 33.5. Joe Mixon, 24.3. Austin Eckler, running back two of 2021, 35.5. I like that for Eckler because he loves the fantasy game. He talks about fantasy people. Um, and it's good to see him having success without getting injured. Uh, Wallow, 12.6. Jamar Chase, 10. Gaskin, 15.6. Bears defense, 9. Not much going for the the Oats over there. 16.1 from Josh Allen. They just got steamrolled by the Colts and JT. Sermon got 5.5 in the lineup. Zach Moss did nothing. C. Davis did nothing. Higgins did nothing. Kittle did 4. Or, excuse me, 9. Michael Gallops should, could be... Wide receiver one this week. See how he does with that. I don't think it's great. I like Michael Gallup as the wide receiver three in Dallas. Not so much as the wide receiver one. But he'll be a start for the Oats and hopefully can get some points. Fucking McPherson, 17 points. Wow. Kicker points. Kicker points. Kicker points. Uh, Panthers with five. Not much going on the bench there. It was. That's That has to be the biggest win of the year, I'm trying to think. I lost by like 70-something. This, if my math is correct, is 86 points. If my math is correct. I don't know if it is correct. Uh, that's near an all-time record um, behind the War Horses. Uh, to me, the goal is 150 to get in those all-time record points. So 148 just fell short. Uh, but the Chub Toads are sitting comfortably and sitting pretty. In third place, they'll be going against the Adams this week at seven and four. Uh, the Oats fall to four and seven. Need a win out the final three weeks. Four horses and the Moonshiners. Every week, I tell you, we need the Moonshiners to lose. And this week's gonna get he gets 52 points from JT. And he fucking loses. Incredible. Unbelievable. 52 points. Well, 50.4. 50. point forward, and it loses. Nobody else stepped up. Mike Williams had a decent game of 15.7. Uh, but Marquez Johnson, zero. Cole Komet 1.2. T-Bass, one. Dolphins, five. Russ Wilson, 8.4. Michael Carter got hurt. He's out for the next three weeks. 6.5. I think we can finally lay to rest the Moonshiners. They're 4-7 they're like the Oats. Um, I think with the injury to Michael Carter and the fact that I don't think you can expect to get 50 points each week uh, from GT. Uh, this was a big one. Uh, four and seven. Again, he can win out. We'll see what happens. He can win out, potentially be there in the playoffs at seven and seven, but it seems unlikely. Over on the bench, absolutely nothing for him. Warhorse's big win, Move to six and five. Uh, they are currently in the playoff spot 34 by Herbert, 19 and a half by Dalvin, 14.3. Mike Evans is back. Chase Claypool's back in 9.4. Uh, nobody else did anything. Forty nine with nine points. Big game for the War Horses. They keep, they keep just, yeah, they're just inconsistent. The last two weeks have been big wins for them to stay in the hunt, stay in the playoff race. Speaking of staying in the playoff race, man, the fucking race. They're on like a four game roll at this point. Uh, they put up 109 this week. The dudes have fallen apart, four and seven. The Hatchbunnies are now 6-5. I think they're in the seventh spot in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Um, it wasn't their quarterback or their running backs, uh, but Miles Sanders is back with 7.4. E. Morris had a good three-week span here, 21.6. Stefan Diggs coming around 14.3. Devontae Adams had a huge game, 23.5. Tyler board at 6.3. And the Bucks defense at 10. For 109 total, over on the dude's side, you know they got a top 10 performance by Tua, which was surprising. 17.5. Najee's been great this year, as a rookie 11.9. Um, and Travis Kelsey at 13.8. 10 by Tucker. Zero point effort by those Bills defense. Five by Gasecki. Um, you know, four and seven teams are in trouble. Basically, a big elimination week this week. Week 12 with three weeks remaining. For these four and seven teams, 109 and 74. Ash Brownites take care of the dudes. We definitely got some separation uh, this week. I believe all the four and all the four and six teams except Trey lost. And all the five and five teams won. But that certainly takes out some of the chaos that we were looking at the season. Because right now it seems pretty clear we got a potentially nine teams vying for seven spots. Or eight teams vying for six since the Flatulence are in. Uh, and then potentially seven teams vying for five since the bars are also in. So that's about it. The Donks and the Outlaws. The Outlaws. The Donks. But the Donks had a not a good week. Again, there were a lot of low scores in fantasy this week. 117-69. to 69, 30 by Hertz. 30 by Hertz without a touchdown pass. Incredible. C-Mac, I'm telling you, he's just going to put up auto 15 points every week. 17.9, Waller Baller, 11.6, Stealing, 14.2, Debo, 15.4, Jeff Wilson at 5.8, Harrison Butker 8. Over in the dunk side, uh, you get a 20-point week from Zach Ertz. That was it. That was all. And That was all she wrote. 9.7 for uh, A.J. Dillon. Obviously, you wanted more than that. Or AJ Dillon's time to shine. Didn't happen. Patrick Mahomes, just another awful week. Cowboys defense didn't work. 7.5 points for Mahomes. Doesn't really matter. He lost by 50. If the math is 48. It is breezy. It's a little chilly. I forgot my jacket today. Uh, But, you know, we're mid November. I think it's about 60 out here. It's a beautiful day. So that's our that's our outcomes, man. Fucking was there any close game? What was the closest game of the week? Let's see. Adams beat me by 36. Oh, Akbars and Silence. That was the closest game of the week. Uh Oates lost to the Toads by 80. War Horses won by single digits. Gaunts lost by 50. Dudes lost by 35. And the uh, cons didn't put in a lineup and lost by 54 so whew, tough week out there it was ugly we're looking for a better week 12. everybody just uh regroup regroup just one week looking at the standings again stated our playoffs right now are the flatulence at the one back at the two they have both clinched playoff spots uh, the chub at the three we currently have a, a donks for <laughs> a donks versus uh Outlaws playoff matchup at four and five. You got the War Horses who would be matched up against the Chub they There at six. Then we got the Brownies uh, matched up versus the Akbars in the two versus seven match. Uh, Clutch City. Um, how many points am I behind the Brownies? Uh, just twenty six. Twenty six is easily overcome over three weeks. And then you got the Adams one game behind all of us. And he has more points than the <coughs> Horses, the Brownies, and the Clutch City Power Players. <coughs> so if you can get, some, uh, get a win, get uh, one of those three teams to lose, the Adams are knocking on the playoff door. Knock, knock, knocking on the playoff door. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah. <sighs> Don't forget, obviously, this week is Thanksgiving week. Happy Turkey Day to everybody. Hope you guys have a safe holiday. Looks like some beautiful days. We have to sit through a Detroit-Chicago game that everybody's insulting right now. Uh, Then we get a Dallas-Las Vegas game that I will be in tune with as I try to get off to a comfortable start versus the silence. And then I actually don't know what the uh, night game is. I'm trying to think. My was, was gonna be Pittsburgh. I think it's Cincinnati. Let's see if I can find it. Let's see if I can find who's in a Thursday matchup. Uh, let's give him a good gander. Tyreek Hill's out. That's pretty huge. That's pretty huge for me. Try not to go through the preview. Chubb Toads versus Springfield Adams. Big game for the Adams. Big. Big game for the Adams. Thursday night. Who is the Thursday night game? There's definitely an easier way to do this. Oh, Buffalo in New Orleans is the late game. Thursday. So that should be fun. Triple header. Razorbacks play game two of the Hall of Fame Classic tonight. Last night was a stinker, but they got the W. So it matters in the end. And then we got the final game of the Razorback awesome football season on Friday. Time to beat Missouri. It's ridiculous that they keep beating us every fucking year. I'm not going to have that anymore. So I want everybody to enjoy their Thanksgiving week. I appreciate you listening as always. Again, congrats to Dick Aikens and his new child. Happy and healthy, but start your lineup. Log in. Open up the app. As far as everybody else, keep fighting. So you hit that 8-loss mark, you're still live. Once you hit that 8-loss mark, go ahead and kick rocks. Go to your fantasy basketball season or knitting, whatever it is you do This is an 8-loss fantasy team. Hope everybody enjoys the rest of their Tuesday. Hopefully some of you guys got some days off for Thanksgiving. And we'll talk soon. You've been listening to Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will. I am. I think we did that in 30 minutes. Oh, 24 minutes. Oh. Yes, that's great. That's super. We flew through that. Am I supposed to talk about something else? No, I'm confused. But I might want to. Short and sweet. To the point. Sneaky Pete. Hey, we watched, uh, oh, hey, Garth Brooks coming to Fayetteville, everybody. April 23rd, Saturday, April 23rd. Tickets going on sale December 3rd. All-inclusive price. Every seat in the building is going to be $95. That's the way it should be way it was back in the day, except it was $95 back in the day, but so that's still much better than lots of new shows see. I have no doubts that Garth is going to do his best, and I have no doubts that he'll pass, and breaking the all-time attendance record at Ridgeback Stadium, whatever that is, is—seventy-five to 80,000 people to see Garth Brooks. I will be there if we can get a ticket. I think that's all. All right. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm thankful for? You guys. You motherfuckers. All 13 of you. God bless. Bye swine wine! wine box wine box wine box wine